Like it or not, we're all storytellers now. It's our stories that bind us together and pull us apart, and the stories that we tell ourselves that drive our success or hold us back. Your story is so much more than words. A story is a multifaceted thing. It must touch all the senses and engage with every learning preference. It's our stories that establish warmth and trust and bind us together. Your story creates a bond between yourself and your customers and clients. It enables them to grasp your values and helps them get to know, like and trust you. Your words, however, transmit only a tiny part of the message they receive. Your story needs to be a multi-sensory mosaic. It's everything from the smile on your face to your email signature, from the look and feel of your website to the sound of your voice. Everyone will engage with your message in very different ways according to their own unique way of perceiving the world around them. The perfect story would allow your audience to see, hear, smell, touch and taste the essence of your work. That's hard to do. But across all the media you use, it's possible to approximate that experience. Think about the way you shop. Some of us like to hold things up to the light. Some of us like to pick things up and turn them round in our hands. Others like to feel the weight and textures of things. The smell of a product might be paramount to some. The colour and surface decoration more important to others. We all select the things that we surround ourselves with in different ways. Some like to browse online, others prefer the hustle and bustle of a department store. And some won't even begin the buying process until they've consulted with their friends. Then, of course, we need to take into account the emotional impact of everything we say and do when we're selling our work. It's the emotional content of your message that ensures it's remembered. We often forget the exact words that people use, but we always remember how they made us feel. Recent studies in neuroscience show us that emotions stimulate production of neurotransmitters, which in turn help commit an experience to memory. This applies to our marketing messages too. Emotions can be triggered by beautiful images, evocative words, sounds and pleasing interaction. We just need to remember that everyone perceives their world in different ways. Our stories need to work with, rather than against, that diversity of viewpoint. How much should you reveal of yourself within your personal storytelling? I'm asked this question so many times and there's no simple one-size-fits-all answer. Put yourself in the shoes of a prospective customer or client and think about what draws you towards some folk and not towards others. The truth is we click on the link to someone's website or social media stream out of curiosity and if we're to stay more than a few seconds we need to find something that piques our interest pretty quickly. What they choose to reveal to us and how determines the outcome of our stay or go decision. So imagine this. You're browsing a website and you feel the need to find out more about the person. You click on their About Me page. There's no image there. You look for a story. There's a list of CV or achievements, but nothing personal there. What do you feel? What do you do? You go to another website, you click on the About Me page. There are a few well-taken images that show the person in a meaningful setting. Or better still, a video with a chatty and warm message that feels like it's directed to you personally. There may be a few endorsements or recommendations on the page. The text reveals a few interesting facts about the person, a glimpse of their values and action, 
and an invitation to get in touch and find out more. What do you do? What do you feel? Deep down, we all want connection. We want to find meaning and value in our lives. We find this through connecting with others with whom we can establish trust and with whom, on the basis of that trust, we're prepared to open up to the conversations that really matter. You can't get the trust without giving people a glimpse of what you're really about, and that's a very personal thing. It involves a degree of vulnerability and a willingness to show up, warts and all, as who you really are. We're not the same, you and I. What version of yourself are you prepared to show to the world? You need to differentiate yourself from everyone else that's out there working in the same arena. As a coach or creative person, you already have an advantage, and that advantage is your non-conformity. And you need to celebrate that. You have original thoughts. You want to do something about the thing you really care about, and you have the courage to take action. That's more than most people ever do, and they'll admire you for it. And if you convey that energy, that original thinking and that courage, the courage to care enough to take action, people will be drawn towards you. The good news is that your storytelling doesn't have to rely on you being a fabulous copywriter. It doesn't have to involve you in being seen on video, at least not until we're ready. And it doesn't have to reveal things that are private or sensitive in any way. I'm prepared to bet that you already have a fair number of the resources you need to be an effective storyteller already. Very few people really have to start this process from scratch. It may involve a bit of digging around, remembering and giving yourself credit for your past experience, whatever that might be. We've all got material to draw on and I'm going to help you identify what you've already got. What we need to do is a basic audit of storytelling materials. First, you establish what you've got, and then you look at the same exercise through an aspirational lens. What do you need to add or create in order to move from basic storytelling to something a bit more sophisticated? For the next stage of the process, grab some note-taking or drawing materials, whatever your favourite thing is for jotting down ideas. And we're going to try and help you think about all of the storytelling materials that you've got or that you can create. First of all, we need to think about what you've got that are really going to stimulate people's thinking. And that's things like engaging content that you've written, perhaps, or a point of view on something, or something thought-provoking. Or it could be organised sharing of other people's articles on social media, doing a bit of thought leadership, and looking out for and sharing uh, really great articles that are on the topic that you specialise in. You may also want to show evidence of what you do and of your qualifications, and you may want to share any blog posts or articles on LinkedIn that you've already created. What have you got that connects on an emotional level? Maybe content that engages with people's values, or content that's going to make them laugh, that has humour in it or pictorial content that's really going to engage at an emotional level that's thought-provoking, that's going to get them thinking and feeling stuff. Or maybe stories of problems that you've encountered and overcome along the way, if you like, your own personal hero's journey. What have you got that other people have said about you? Maybe quotes and testimonials from customers, or case studies that you've created, or any facts and figures in support of what you do. And of course, quotable quotes. 
and any product information that you've got. Think about how choosy people are these days. Things that may highlight ethical behaviour or sensitive sourcing or up-to-date thinking, they're all going to help you enormously. And what have you got for people to do? What can they click on or what can they work with? You might have clickable links to other related content, downloadable brochures or product guides, or quizzes that you've created, or maybe links to videos or podcasts. And then what have you got for them to listen to? Maybe you talking, or you taking part in interviews, either audio or video, so you being interviewed and or you interviewing others. Or have you done any radio or TV appearances that you can share the links from? And finally, what have you got for them to look at? Visual content must be really great quality and high resolution. So photos of you professionally taken that show you in your best light. Maybe candid photos of you at work, in your studio, in your workshop, working with clients maybe. Or photos of work in progress, or you running workshops or training sessions. Seeing how things work is a vital part of people's selection process. And of course, pictures of happy clients and great product shots. And finally, create infographics. Really thought-provoking when they're done well. A good infographic can put over an enormous amount of information in a really interesting way that connects with people. You don't need all of these things. A good selection of one or two from each section is a good start. And you won't use all of these things, not all at once anyway. The purpose of this exercise is to help you build your personal archive of storytelling materials. And whatever you do, don't throw stuff out. You never know when you might need that old photo of you doing that thing that's just become relevant again.